<laughs> well, welcome to a brand new podcast right here on at, here at the location two South Court Street. That's where we're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crossroads Community Church, live, live and in color. color. Yep, that's it right there. I'm with Pastor Eddie. I'm Steve Hollis, and uh, we're glad that you've joined us here today. And we're going to be uh, talking a little bit about last week's message and how to disciple uh, others. And so it's going to be really good. But before we do, Eddie, you got any little new quirks and quips and things like that that you want to share? Well, not off the top of my head, I reckon, Stevie. Okay, okay. Well, Maybe I it'll see come that you, later. Okay, I see that you're getting ready for St. Patrick's Day. You've got a shamrock mm-hmm. uh, hat on. Hat. You've got... You've got a green a green flannel on. You look you look good. You look, you look like you're, you're, you look like you're ready to uh, all ready for St. Patrick's Day. Now I will remind you though, Pastor, it is Valentine's Day on Friday, so let's not move past that one too quickly. No, and I'm not going to because the title of uh, the message for this coming Sunday is Bible Kisses. Oh, Bible Kisses. That's the name of it. Bible Kisses. So, so you've you've not forgot. Oh no, 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 no I'm you're not. all over it. I'm on it. Okay, good, good, good. I was listening to the radio this morning. WBGL comes out of Champaign, Illinois, and and they were talking about uh, kind of over the airwaves. They were kind of saying, now I wonder how many people out there are last minute flower getters and mm-hmm. and and uh, cards and things like that, and and uh, how many how many you know are proactive on that and, and do three to four days or yeah. if not a week out ahead of time. And the poll was coming in. They actually did a poll over the radio or on the, uh, on the website. And I think it, I think it was in around 55% were procrastinators mm-hmm. and waited to the last minute. And, uh, so they were going on and on about that this morning. And I think that was, uh, I, I never did check to see what the final, final tally was, but, um, Oh, I I think that I'm in between that. I I have it definitely on my radar that's coming, especially at the beginning of February, and um, yeah, I, I I prep pretty good. I'm a romantic at heart, and so I uh, a lot of times I have to try to figure out how I'm going to work it into Stacy's school schedule yeah she likes that i think yeah i'll, I'll come in and bring it to her you're kind of in the same boat as romantic rich McVeigh. oh yes yes sure that... now now i i do want you to know that that the dustin has got a little bit we did receive a complaint uh you know form of whatever uh dustin was wanting to know why rich is getting mentioned so many times here on the podcast, he he says I'm getting a little too much rich now. I, well, <laughs> I think it's because he's such a big lovable teddy bear. <laughs> Who doesn't a rich? Well, rich. <laughs> oh yeah, it wasn't a complaint. He was no, just, of course, no. he was smiling all the way when he was saying it. But oh my gosh, made me laugh. And uh, of course, we really laid it on on thick and heavy last week. Of course, we did mention well, one thing about it last we week. We have too. some outstanding people that. As part of this church family, and I'm not just no saying that we have some great people there. You're exactly right. We have the whole mess of them, quite honestly, um, and and I can use that word. Mess. I've never seen a, it's a, love. a church quite like this one. Yeah, actually, yep. yeah. God has blessed us. Loving, and, and giving, accepting. Yeah, 
They've accepted us for 20 years, Stevie. So yes, that's true. That, that's, I think that says something for the bunch. Well, I, I, I believe it. I believe it. And, um, you know, I, here in this, this small community, when you come into a small community, you know, you hope that you're accepted just for who you are and, and the different things that are going on. And, and that's exactly what's happened. Uh, God has led you back in 19, well, it was 98 when this church was planted, but it was 96, we moved 97. In December. December 97. 97, okay. And so 97 coming in and, um, you know, pulling up roots from Illinois, going and coming and being a Hoosier and and a brand new place. Of course, Ron Lucas was was also at the uh, forefront of all of that as well. And you guys came in together and and, um, the the love of the Lord just uh, provided the way. Well, and I need to say, I don't know why Dustin's whining. He's he's the face of Solomon County Community Hospital. Now, he's on TV. Poor old old Rich, he never gets on TV. I should not have mentioned poor old Dustin. He's going to be listening and just cracking up now. So... (laughs) Oh, it's yeah. Gosh. He's the face of Sullivan Hospital now, so he's on TV. He's famous. Well, and so. here's the great thing about it. those those two guys. They're part of our leadership. They're part of our deacons and and uh, the leadership team here. And uh, man, it, it's great to have their heart and their love and their laughter yeah. as a part of the leadership here. And they're they're they are men of Christ. They are. Yeah, I'm sure to glad with uh, project that for Jordan and Grant and yep. Bert. All yep. those guys are a great bunch of folks. Mm-hmm. Well, we are we are excited about our church family, and we're excited about the present. We're excited about the future too. We're excited about where God's leading us and guiding, directing us, or depending on His Holy Spirit on the Holy Spirit as as um, as we do things right now, as we do things for the future. Um, we know that if we stay obedient that way here at Crossroads Leadership and the staff that. That he'll lead and guide, and man, if we, if we just keep it, um, understanding that, that we're all on this journey together. A lot of different positions, or, or uh, some starting the journey, some a lot further along. But recognizing well, that we have a, a way to, and to that's help why discipleship is so important. Exactly. So, uh, us that's been down the road a little farther, we turn around and look at those behind us and kind of bring them up alongside of us actually mm-hmm. the thing is if we are disciples of christ uh, god has expected us to kind of take some of those younger believers under wings and 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 help teach them what it means to live in christ yeah that's part of that you know it's part of that learning experience yeah and, well uh, let me pray over the podcast before we get sure. going here and and uh, we'll get right into that talking about it Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your love, your your laughter in our in our beings. Uh, how you how you've made and created us to do that. And Lord, I just pray that a smile will be on the faces of those listening, those that are that are part of uh, of you, part of Christ's family, uh, part of your family, the family of God. And I pray that they will. Uh, be able to find that joy through obedience and understanding that you are for them and not against them. So, Father, I pray that this podcast will be yours to deliver your time while we uh, speak, and and may it uh, be just a great time together. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So, discipleship. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I started. I, I started talking about we're. We do things better. Or I do. I'm a better learner if somebody shows me how to do it instead of just tells me. Right. Uh, and I think that's one of the 
main tenets of leadership instead of just telling people what to do. We got to have it in our own lives, and we got to show that, you know. So, um, you know, and I can I can I mention something about that? You you and I and um, Lance Newton, uh, pastor down here at the Methodist Church. Uh, I think it might have been West Bedwell, uh, out of the West Side. We were talking about generationals. Yeah. You remember this? We talked yeah. about it was about two months ago, and we were talking about how this uh, generation of millennials and then the Gen X talks uh, or, or learns rather. Yeah. Learns, and it was really interesting as we began to do a little bit of study on that, and they were saying this: if they are shown first the end result. Then they're saying, "Okay, I'm going to. I'll, I'll be able to work on this, and 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 you can help guide me through it, or I'm going to take ownership of it." It's really interesting as we talk about discipleship mm-hmm. that way, because what does that look like in the generation of these younger generation uh, that that want to send the end res- see the end result, or 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 uh, want to see stability, and you know. Uh, Back on the 26th of January, I spoke about reflecting His image. If if we're to reflect His image, then it's for His glory. Others can see it. Mm-hmm. That's what they're looking for. Exactly. They're looking for the consistency of a Christian. They're not looking for somebody that... Now, I, I guarantee you, they're not, they, they're not going to be thinking that they're going to be finding somebody that's perfect. Right. But they want to see genuine reflection of Christ on a consistent basis. And if we're able to do that, then we can go into more of this discipleship that has roots. Yeah. It's not just a fly by the uh, by the night type of thing comes right. in and you know, live like me and then you see all the sure the the, the nasty that, that comes out and oh man, you're just speaking it, you're not really living it, you know. So anyway, go right ahead there, Pastor. I well know. I was uh, uh, talking about disciples, yeah, Jesus was the master discipler. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just didn't get them guys together for a week or an hour a week or whatever. He lived with them. And I, th- I think in true discipleship, it's doing life with people. And that ha- that has to be more than an hour a week. Yeah. And that's a sacrifice on our part because we got to sacrifice our time and our effort and just, you know, do brings people up alongside us. Mark 3, 3, 13 and 14 says, talking about Jesus, and he went up to the mountain and summoned those whom he himself wanted, and they came to him, and he appointed twelve that they might be with him, that he might send them out to preach. So for three years, he spent pretty much every day with him. I'm sure I, I don't think they took time off on the weekends. That, that was a whole other, uh, other world, actually. And then he get to the point, I don't know if they really understood that he was going to leave them. They, he told them, I don't know if they, they grasped it. And then there in, in Acts... While they were watching him go up into the clouds, this is what he said. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. And he was gone. And I'm sure they looked at each other and said, man, what are we going to do now? Man, what's, what's, what's up with this? You know, he, yeah. But I tell you, I love that. I love that. Surely I will be with you. And then, then what they do, they turn the world upside down. Mm, they did. Yep. And, did. and I think it, it's like that. And in Paul, with Paul and Timothy, and um, he, talking about, and then I use that chip, uh, clip from Francis Chan. He, he's amazing. 
Yeah, he is. But he brought out some points there. He says, there, there's probably a time coming in the United States of America is when we preach the gospel, it's going to be labeled as hate speech. Because mm-hmm. it's God's word. It's not what we're saying. Right. It's what God God's this, word says, and that, and that aggravates people. So, so, so <laughs> what you're saying, and what what I heard him say, uh, it's it's become it's going to become so politically incorrect to a degree, or even worse. That's exactly right. This this hatred, uh, this bigotry, this this you are so against how you're making me feel because you you're don't making, agree with me yeah you're it's not, not that i don't agree feel. it's what god says right and and that's that's the thing out of all of this is love right that's the very first thing that we're to do is to love god with all of our heart and then love our others as we would love ourselves or as we love right so the love can be piercing it's changing because it's tough love it is and there's there's things like look I love you, but you can't continue to live right. You're going to go to hell, or you're going to you're going to continue to bump into things. You're going to continue to stumble. Get it well, right. That's a, and the, that's the thing, LBGTQ community. I love them, but but because I don't agree with them, they they think I don't love mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's what God loves them. Mm-hmm. But it's just that their lives aren't lining up with the Scripture. But I could say that there's probably a lot of people go to church that their lives don't line up with the scripture. But that that's between them and God. Right. But when when that community says that that if I preach the word and it's hate speech, that's that's wrong. It's what it's what God says. Sure. Right. I mean that well, and and there's there's tons of, in this political world today, abortion and and I've said this and I'll stand behind it. I cannot vote for somebody that. Agrees with abortion. Right. It's murder to me. Right. I don't care how you cut it. Yeah. David was explicit in the Psalms. He said, God knew me the moment of conception. He knew me in my mother's womb. He had my name on his mind when I was still inside my mom. Mm-hmm. So that's why I believe that. That's You'll right. never, I'll never have another stance than that the rest no. of my life. That's And that's it. And that's exactly right. You know, and, and, and this type of topic and talk is, is exactly what, our listeners need to list, uh, need to hear because um, you we that's the everyday understanding, trying to figure it out, working through and 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 I want to say this to each of you that are listening right now. The scriptures tell us to go in and to work out our own salvation and to to make sure that we do it with fear and trembling. We are to understand the awe of God, the awesomeness. And as we dive into the scriptures, and as we study, and as we um, proclaim the truths, doing it out of understanding and out of love, and out of a, of a, of a fullness of what Jesus has done for us, this discipleship, and this goes right back to it, I don't mean to tangent off onto it with something not to come back to it, but I'm going to, I'm going to bring it right back to the discipleship. When you discipleship, as you are patient and as you are loving and as you are guiding that individual or those, those individuals or uh, as you're bringing them closer to Christ, recognizing that just as, as the love of God, uh, just as God has been patient with us, that the Holy Spirit is the one that's working. Mm-hmm. We are not to change that other person. That's not us. We're not, that's not our call. 
the right. Holy Spirit no, yeah, it's exactly, it's is not. the one to move, right? Yeah. And, and But we are to then guide and direct. And if during this time of discipleship that there's, there's confusion on your own end, mm-hmm. it's okay. Because we don't understand it all. But then go ahead and find that information, search it out, seek it out with fear and trembling, through prayer, through the guidance of the Spirit. Um, you mentioned the LGBTQ community, community, and for the last five years, Pastor, I have, I have not poured into it, but I have definitely made it a, a, a process of mine to be uh, researching and studying mm-hmm. and watching um, the different areas because I want to make sure that first and foremost that my love for them is pronounced, is mm-hmm. seen understood that that we as christians i think a lot of times that that and you mentioned the community as a whole they were to look upon christians and just immediately throw up a you you hate me mm-hmm. you know yeah, that's a- whatever and so in the process of rubbing shoulders with them and 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 doing life with them um it's a process of understanding that that I'm doing life with you, but I'm also going to reflect to you Jesus Christ. I'm going to, to show you through his love first. Mm-hmm. And then as the Holy Spirit then is able to work on our relationship together and also with their own relationship about how the Holy Spirit is then being able to speak to their spirit, right. then God can can God. work and, and change as 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 he is and I know I know there are a ton of questions that that are in this whole that whole community well wait a minute yeah well what about this and what about that and there's been research papers written and and videos and there's one side of the church one side of churches that that say well you know um, this is accepted and, and they can be put into leadership here and that kind of thing and and so there's a lot of different depths to that, but one of the things that I that that I want it to be heard today, no matter if you may be listening and you're a part of that community, know that you're loved. Know that you're loved. But know that the that the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, God that has ordained these scriptures, has purposed your life and he will uh, continue to work on you as he changes and continues to mold you not um, how would we want to say it because I think that a lot of times we say oh well I need to be changed huh I need to be I need to be yeah. I need to feel different than the way that I do right now huh and the the process that the Holy Spirit works on is a process of understanding how we are to depend upon the Lord. Mm-hmm. Our dependence and our obedience is there. It's not about how we feel. A person who is... No, you can't live on feelings. Right. A person that is... Let's just pick out another a person that is, that is prone to anger and has been ever since day one of their lives. Prone to anger... And prone to just almost, they just have had this. 
they're having to work through, through obedience, through the love of mm-hmm. Christ. Somebody that is prone to um, uh, gluttony of whatever. And we've got to understand that's just not food, by the way. But the gluttony of, of something, of a, of, a, of, a, of a lust for something uh, even more than just flesh, that that person needs to go under obedience. You know, once again, as we turn our lives over to God, He's able to do a great thing mm-hmm. by bringing that dross to the top. And as we let Him, He's yeah, able to take it exactly. and take it and push it to the side. Yep. I'm sorry, I took a lot of time to talk about that, but but that's discipleship is can get messy, but if we continue to come back to Scripture yeah. references and, and mentors that can help guide us in this discipleship, we... We can help each other. Paul gave six principles. Uh, discipleship starts with those who know where they're going. It's a fact that you're focused. You know, mm-hmm. Discipleship means getting personally involved for an extended period of time. That's what I said before. You have to spend time with people. Three is discipleship is sustained by the Lord's permission. Um, God sends us to people. And he's the one that tells us who to go to. Uh, discipleship flourishes in the context of unguarded honesty. And that's the thing that being transparent with people i think that you know that's huge paul was five is discipleship is strengthened through mutual support and equal respect you respect each other and the thing is paul was telling the corinthians to accept timothy because he was young Mm -hmm. and that's what i said about all people in the ministry uh and i i don't need to belabor the point but the fact is i am getting older and i won't be able to do this forever and this the family here uh, needs to understand that whoever else God calls to s- treat them with the same love and respect. That, mm-hmm. That's an issue with me. It's on my heart. Discipleship, this is the last one, must allow room for disagreement and individualism. You know, we've got to be allowed to be ourselves, and we got to mm-hmm. allow that in others because th- they won't be gifted like us. In a sense, it'll be different. And there's four stages of responsibility for the disciple and the discipler. Stage one, I do, you watch. Stage two, I do, you help. Stage three, you do and I help. And stage four is you do and I watch. So you get to those people to what that means to be spiritually mature and what that means for them. There's things, even even as simple as it might sound, as praying out loud mm-hmm. or praying with other people. That's a phobia to some people. It freaks them out a little bit because mm-hmm. they've never done it. But they gotta, you got to go into that gradually and just practice it. You know, I, I want to just give a shout out to somebody that I've worked with and mentored, and, and I say mentored, but discipled, and, and he's a brother of mine, brother of ours, goes to, he and his family come to Crossroads here, and that's Trent Olson, and Trent um, was really placed upon my heart back a few years ago, and and um, uh, Trent, you, you mentioned this about prayer, and I noticed that when Trent would pray out loud back four years ago, it would it it was he was just he was talking and he was trying to but he was fumbling over a few things and just trying to trying to he was thinking well I'm a little I I think I could probably sense that he was a little self conscious a little um, a little dealing with I'm doing this out loud now you know I can do it when I'm not doing it you mm-hmm. know I can do it within my head and I can talk to the Lord you know with by myself but man out loud and in front of a couple other guys, you know, and things. And I, uh, we have a huddle, um, 
coaches huddle through uh, FCA that we attend on fr- on some Monday mornings, um, and early in the morning, and and uh, he was asked to pray this last Monday, and he prayed, and and I just recognized how sweet and how yeah, that's great. how conversationally just allowing his openness to. To Lord, this is who we are, and this is who you know what's going yeah. on. And, yeah. But you, when you said that, it just reminded me about Trent and yeah. how how he's growing, and and um, it's just awesome. So uh, yeah, that is it's great to see people. It is mature. great. It is, and so. it brings us joy. Of course, you can understand what what it's doing to the Father's heart sure. as as we all grow and get stronger and and sink our roots deeper and deeper into yeah. His love. It's good stuff. Well, Sunday's, uh, of course, Friday's Valentine's Day, and uh, hopefully all the guys listening will save themselves some grief and buy their wife a card, maybe some flowers, or take her out to eat, or whatever, but I'm talking about Bible kissing, you know, I... So do do tell, do tell. I I like to kiss. Bible kiss and tell here, no? What's what's this all about? There's many types of kisses. (laughs) The kiss you give your mom, your sister, your wife, your pet. I kissed Izzy on the head, so... I love my dog, so, and that's, but, but in, into that, uh, as far as the scripture, I've, I've found some interesting stuff. There's seven kisses in the Bible. One, the figurative kiss of God's attributes. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Hmm. Uh, two is the faithful kiss of salvation. Um, and... When a woman who had lived a sinful life in that town learned that Jesus was eating in the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed him, and poured perfume on them. Mm. She was she was so adoration overwhelmed by what oh, Christ had done absolutely. for her. Three, the family kiss of the brethren. And this is Romans 6, 16 and four other places. Greet one another with a holy kiss. <laughs> I imagine that there'll be guys that'll keep me at arm length after the service Sunday. But brother, that that they did that. Have you ever yeah. seen the French? The French, they yeah. actually don't touch their lips. They on yeah, each side, on you on know, that cheeks, kind yeah. of thing. But yeah. uh, one of the things that that I did, I studied this a little bit, and and I think the premise behind that, greet the brethren with a holy kiss. They kissed each other's hands. Mm. I doubt if they they could have, but I don't know. But four is the farewell kiss of separation. And man, if you've ever had to be away from home or your family, that that's tough. In the end, people go into the service and stuff. But the scripture was in Acts 20. When he had said this, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. And they all wept as they embraced him and kissed him. What grieved him most was his statement that he would never they would never see his face again. Then they accompanied him to the ship. That was Paul's... A farewell of the Ephesian elders. Mm, that yeah. was hard because he'd spent time with them and they loved him. And five is the foolish kiss of idolatry. And this is Hosea 13.2. Now they sin more and more. They make idols for themselves from their silver, cleverly fashioned image, all of them the work of craftsmen. It is said of these people, they offer human sacrifice and kiss the, kiss the calf idols. And in six, uh, was Luke 22, it's the friendly kiss of hypocrisy. While he was still speaking, a crowd came up, and the man who was called Judas, one of the twelve, was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him, but Jesus asked him, Judas, are you betraying the Son of Man with a kiss? So that was when he kissed him in the garden. And then seven was the forgiving kiss of 
compassion. Uh, Luke 15, of course, this is a prodigal son. So he got up and went to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. Mm-hmm. So we're going to end with communion. I mean, that's a, uh, you, know, you know, you talk about affection. Uh, and that's part of the way that we kind of, kind of reach back and kiss our Lord by taking Holy Communion because he said, as often as you do this, do it and remember to me. Well, God lavishes his love yeah. upon us, doesn't he? And what better way to to be able to express uh, Valentine's Day to the fullest, to the very nth degree, yeah. than to to talk about God's lavished love upon us and and uh, through these ways uh, that you're describing through the well and uh, uh, as far as the Bible kisses uh, kissing uh, I've always threatened to tie Diane in a chair for like hours and then just kiss her all I want but then I'd have <laughs> Man, to call I'm going to have to edit this podcast I now would, I would have to call you or somebody else to come let her loose because I wouldn't want to be there after you know what I'm saying <laughs> no somebody's going to have to turn her loose and that's not going to be me I'll have to wait till it settles down a little bit. You can talk to your daughter about yeah, that. I, hey, I didn't that. sign up for that stuff when yeah, I married into your family. Now, come on, I'll tell you right now. Uh, Stacy could do that. I'm always teasing her about that. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh! Uh-huh. Well, Pastor, it's been uh, it's been great to be here with you this afternoon, and and um, I'm glad. I am glad that um, maybe I'll mention this after the prayer. Uh, but uh, yeah, why don't you do that? Why don't you go ahead and pray over this podcast that that the Lord will definitely work through all the words that have been said for sure. Lord, we love you, and uh, I do thank you for this church and what you continue to do here. And I thank you for all the great folks that come here. Uh, that I think the vast majority of us do see ourselves as a family, and we do love each other. And if one of us is hurting, I'm sure there wouldn't have to be any any worry about people helping us out. And that's that's a good thing. Help us, Lord, to as we disciple our disciple that we look around and see who the weaker and younger ones that we could speak into their life, and that, that's the way the church operates, and that's the way it should be as a family. So help us to do that, and Lord, as we look forward to Valentine's Day, we thank you for our spouses. We joke around and and say funny things about them and whatever, but uh, I, I don't know where I'd be without mine, and I know a lot of guys are like that. And same way for the women, where would they be without their husbands? So. Uh, strengthen all the families here lord and uh, i just pray for this message that uh, we think about how much you love us and how much you want us to hang out with you Uh, i love you god give you praise and glory we ask these things in the name of christ amen amen and you know i i do want to say a special prayer right now let's just let's just do this let's lift up those that that maybe have have lost a loved one and and uh, they just kind of came to my mind right now and and or maybe just Valentine's Day is another, maybe another tough time yeah. to have to go through, but let's do that right now. Right. Lord, thank, thank you, you so much for loving us the way you do. And Lord, we do pray a special prayer for those that have, have lost a loved one over this last year, and, and maybe Valentine's coming up, Valentine's Day is coming up here, and they're, they're grieving, and it's hard for them to accept what's been happening in their lives. and it's, Or maybe they're just lonely. Maybe they're a, a person that that's single and and uh, wonder if if that kind of love is ever going to come their way or or uh, maybe a family issue or whatever the case lord i pray holy spirit that you will comfort them now guide them and direct them through their day and through this time this season 
we do ask, Father, that that you would uh, allow them um, to be have a have a yes, compassion God. upon them and to to feel your presence with them right now. Yes, Lord, thank you for all that you're doing in our lives. Thank you for loving us the way you do. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Pastor, what I was going to mention uh, a little bit uh, before the, the the prayer was I was going to say um, it's a good thing we didn't do it this morning, uh, the podcast this morning, yeah. because uh, I had a dentist appointment, had a crown put in, yeah. and uh, I would have been talking like this, yeah. and it would not have been pretty. <laughs> it's like a guy on that Liberty commercial, Liberty Insurance, he can't talk. Liberty, Liberty. Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. <laughs> That's all right. We'll just dub it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, we hope that, um, uh, the, that the hazy shade of winter right now doesn't have you down in the dumps. And uh, if, if it exactly. does, maybe go find a, a nice uh, sun lamp, lamp to uh, cuddle up next yeah. to. But uh, also just know that the sun of God, his sunshine, uh, shining in your life, depend upon him and uh, how he continues to brighten your day. and. We, we do truly hope for that in your life. So, Well, I had another thought, Steve, maybe sometime to shake it up that we could do some cartoon character voices and Elmer oh. Fudd could do the podcast. Elmer Fudd. He talks about the Waskley Wabbit. <laughs> Elmer Fudd Just a and thought. Elmo. We could do yeah, those there two. there you go. Just a thought. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'll be great. We'll have to think about that, won't we now? Or just not think about it at all. Anyway, we are glad that you've joined us uh, today, and and uh, keep on keeping on, peeps. We are we are so thankful for each of you, and we may uh, we hope that God blesses you through this time, the rest of your week, this week. Hope to see you on Sunday. We'll talk to you then. Bye bye.